Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O Face Wrestling. This is your host JT, and today I am joined by the one and only Danny B. Hello. Thanks for joining us today, Danny. No problem. So I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, I've been, you know, interested in reaching out to you for like a month, and then you know I saw something about you on a wrestling page, and like, you know, what? let me reach out to her now, you know, so I don't forget because I have that issue all the time. I see someone like I want to reach out to them, I forget. Then you know, months go by. So I'm glad, you know, I got this opportunity to reach out to you. Um, so you ready to start this? Yes, yes, yes. Sweet. So first um, question I got for you, I ask everyone. So. Um, in general, like, what inspired you to start, you know, your um, journey to becoming a professional wrestler? Well, I've been, I started watching, I was 10 years old, and from, like, 10 to, like, 17, it's always just uh, me watching it. Like, I never had the thought of me actually doing it, because growing up, I was really insecure and overweight, and it wasn't even, like, a thought, like, oh, maybe I can do this. Then once I turned 18 and graduated high school, I felt really lost. And I'm like, what do I want to do? Like, I ended up going to college for six months. And every time I went to class, I was just like, what am I doing here? Then I just sat and thought, like, what I wanted to do with my life. And I just said, I want to be a professional wrestler. Like, me saying that, like, scared myself. Like, whoa, that's such a big dream. Like, that's crazy. No way. So I started doing research. I lived in Oklahoma at the time. So I was trying to find schools, like any information that could help me, you know, chase this dream. So I found a really small school and I started like actually wrestling. I'm just like, this is so unreal. And like, I wanted to do so much more. So I ended up doing the fantasy camp I in Houston. So I went to go try for that and I won it. And I literally like decided, like I stopped, I, I quit my job. Like I wanted like wrestling to be my plan a and i'm like this is gonna work so i moved everything and i moved to houston and like that's when like reality hit like okay this is my passion like this is what i want to do for the rest of my life and i'm so in love with it right now yeah that's really it. yeah that's really good because that's like the most important thing like if you're not in love with it it's kind of like why are you doing it you know um <laughs> I'll be honest with you, like, I wish I had that same mindset at your age, because, like, I was into it, you know, um, when I was in elementary school. When I got into high school, like, all my friends kind of fell out of it, so I just, you know, naturally fell out of it, too. Right. I got back into it, I was 20, and I just didn't think about even being a wrestler. And, that, and then when I started kind of getting, like, to the point where I kind of wanted to make wrestling, you know, like, a career in some way, shape, or form, like, ugh, Right. Not. You know, I just don't feel like it's worth it, you know, physically and all that. I do have plans, you know, to get into the business some way, shape, or form, but that's just kind of something that will take a few years. Um, but, yeah, like, you're young. That's definitely something, you know, that's doable right now, especially right. Uh, all the bumps and the wear and tear takes in your body. You really don't want to start doing that in, you know, late 20s, early 30s. And then, like, supposedly, like, DDP started in his 30s, which is very rare, but, you know. Right. Um, I have to do it now. like I have to start now <laughs> exactly yeah that is the smartest thing to do that's what most people do honestly but um so you said you you know won in a fantasy camp so tell me what exactly is fantasy camp yes okay so is a little wrestling camp that Booker T does like probably every six months and it's like five hours of just like 
conditioning, like push-ups, jumping jacks, like he doesn't care. Like if you've never been like active your whole life, he's gonna like push you to see, cause that's like a thing. Like this is where people come to see if they really want to do this. And one out of ten people only want to do it because they see wrestling. Like it's not as easy as it looks on TV. Like this is like real stuff. Like we're doing in-ring work, like roles and all of that. And when I went, I didn't know that he was going to choose a winner at the end. Like, nobody told me that. So the whole time, I'm just like, okay, let me do the best that I can, and that's it. I'm going to go back to Oklahoma. That's it. So at the end, he was like, I'm going to pick a boy and a girl for the winner. And he was like, I choose you. And I was like, what? Nobody told me he was going to be a winner. Like, nobody told me. So I was so shocked in that moment. I was like, oh, my God. So it's the winner gets three free months. And I'm like, I'm not giving this up. Three free months with Booker T? Like, you're crazy if you give that up. Like, so I was so grateful for that opportunity and just being blessed with that because I feel like without that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I'm very grateful for the fantasy camp. Oh, yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. It sounds more like boot camp and all from what you explained it all. So tell me about your experience with working with Booker T. It seems like a lot of wrestlers have went through his schools and I've heard nothing. Yes, yes. literally when I was in Oklahoma and I wanted to go out and ex explore and Roe was literally, Reality Wrestling was the first school because it's so many good people that come out of that school. Like if you go to that school, like there's like, a 90% chance that you're going to get far. And I was like, I have to take that. It's like, they have a good price. They have a different trainer for everything. And I'm just like, this is literally a dream for somebody who's green in the business or wants to start wrestling because they can help you with anything like entering promos, just anything. So I reality of wrestling is really the place to be really. Yeah, I mean, considering that, you know, it's ran by Booker T, a legend in the business, it definitely, like, gives you that, like, rub in a way. Like, you know, when uh, you try to work for other promotions, it's like, oh, hey, you work for, you know, you train with Booker T. Of course, you know, that's going to, you know, give you that edge over to competition. Um, and, and I want to ask you, too, because I know you also trained with Ember Moon and Matthew Palmer. Like, that's really, really cool. I know she started that dojo, you know, kind of within the last year or two. So how was that? Oh, my goodness. I had an opportunity from being at Roe. So I've been trying to tell people, like, go to Roe. You will get so many opportunities, like, seriously. So me and a couple of girls from Roe got the chance to go work with her. I think it was January. And my expectations were, like, so crazy. Like, Ember is such a talented, like, woman in general. Like, she's so nice. Like, as soon as we walked in, like, I was just like, wow, oh, my goodness. Like, you're really, like, nice in real life. And, like, once training started, like, her personality, like, changed. She was, like, in drill mode, like, 100 push-ups, like, and I love that about her because, like, when it's time, like, when it's time to come to wrestling, like, she's so serious, and I love that. I love that about her. She's uh, such a hard worker, really. Yeah, I mean, you got to, like, regardless of how nice you are, if you're training someone, you got to push them. Like, if you're just nice about yeah. it, it just ain't going to work. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Like like that that was one of the things I was really excited to you about because she's like my favorite WWE wrestler and I don't know if you know but the O-Face like we got that name from you know her finisher because her eclipse <laughs> was called O-Face back in the indies um how like you said you know Matthew Palmer was a part of it too like tell me about like working with him he was more into than her and I was like oh my goodness like just them two together like 
you expect to get your butt whooped like you're gonna be working out like there's no breaks like it's it's, it's grind mode as soon as you walk in there and i love that he's really and he's on to her and she's on to him and i love that they're just like you can tell they just work hard together and i love that <laughs> Yeah, like, because we, um, our most recent episode, you know, at this time of recording is, you know, my episode when I feature Matthew Palmer. And when I, me and my co-host were talking with him, he's so educated, like, in the business, because he's been doing this for, like, 15 years. Like, he, like, it was, I, I learned a lot, like, you know, and I was just like, wow, like, just, like, you don't realize a lot of this stuff until you actually talk to them, because the one thing is, like, I've interviewed a lot of wrestlers from the Indies, but there are just certain questions, you know, like, financially that I don't want to ask, and, right. you know, he brought that stuff up, and I'm like, you know what, this makes sense, and, you know, because, you know, just being a fan, you always wonder, like, certain things, like, how much do they get paid for doing these books? Yeah. Like, you hear the stories, but it's, like, something, like, I don't feel comfortable asking people about like how much money they make. And he didn't necessarily say like how much, but he gave us like an example. And I was just like, wow, like that makes uh -huh. so much sense. Like, you know, and it kind of, you more, wrestlers more so hinge on like their merch selling versus anything. Yeah. So yeah, cause he kind of, you know, used like um, waiting tables as an example. Like usually servers at restaurants, they get paid like three bucks an hour. Their tips are what they rely on the most. So I'm thinking like, okay. Like, yeah, like, so, I mean, he knows what he's talking about. He's been doing it for a while. He's a very nice guy, too. Like, it was a very fun, you know, interview. We, we ended up so working with him. No detail, like, little thought of. I'm like, what? Notice that? Like, I just love working with them. I want to go back so bad because, like, they will clean you up so nice. Like, oh, no, your foot's supposed to be here. Like, I love that about them. I love it exactly like the thing is like i mentioned like i feel like i'm at that point where i couldn't do it. but if i lived in like you know texas and all i would actually do it just because i feel like i can work with them very well just because you know it's ember moon and matthew like they're i know they're both very nice i feel like you know it would be a fun opportunity if anything even if it didn't work out i think it would just be fun to do yes oh, so bad <laughs> So um, now the next question I got for you is um, when I was watching, you know, some of your work on uh, YouTube because I wanted to see had any matches and all. So I noticed you had a match at uh, Ladies Night Out against um, Promise Braxton. Yes, yes. What, what is so funny about that is I was actually recording with her last night. <laughs> and now I'm recording you. I thought that was so funny because I was looking it up this morning. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That's funny as heck. Cause she also like, she, she was really fun when we were talking, like she mentioned on Twitter, like it wasn't even like a podcast. It was like, you know, old friends getting together and talking. I was like, you know, it was, she seems like a really nice person too. And I know um, she's going to be wrestling in Texas at the mission pro wrestling, um, you know, in September, um, which at the time of, you know, I published this episode, you know, that may have i forgot what exactly day it is but yeah she's really cool so um tell me about ladies night out because i've heard about it several times you know is it, is it uh events where it's just all women and i love going to the i'm glad they have because they have them at at row they use road gym so i get i've probably been to like four of them 
And the energy in there is just so amazing. Like I'm surrounded by so many talented women and just like each match is just so entertaining because they pair people up and it's just like, wow, I never would have thought these two could do a match and it'll create this. So I just love being in that environment and working with Ladies Night Out. Oh my goodness. It's it's just such a good opportunity and Ladies Night Out, I love it. I love it. I love going to each one. Um, the one that I did was the... It was the first one with no crowd and wrestling with no people. Like, it's so awkward, but it's just such a different experience. And I was really glad to be a part of that. Yeah, that's the one thing I noticed. There was no crowd. So I wasn't sure if it was like an actual event or if it was some kind of training or something like that. But um, yeah, that's the one thing with like the pandemic and all. Like, there's either no crowd or, you know, a lot of events are starting to do outdoor you know, um, shows, which I actually, um, last month I was, you know, at New Jersey in an outdoor show and it's like, it's really cool, but it's just not the same as being indoors. You get the mosquitoes <laughs> biting you and it's hot out and all that kind of stuff. And especially the wrestlers, like, um, the one wrestler holiday, she wears the face paint. You get like five minutes of the match. It's, it's almost, you know, sweated off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's just, that, that's definitely interesting. I mean, if I were a wrestler, I would kind of prefer that, you know, because I'm very nervous and shy. So there being no crowd, I would probably be a little bit more confident. Yeah, pros and cons to it for sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then at the same time, it is weird. Like you're used to yelling, cheering and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So Ace, it's like, I have to cheer the crowd. So I'm like, who do I talk to? Like, <laughs> Especially if you're a heel, because I know you usually taunt the crowds. So I was like, there's no one to taunt. So it's kind of like you have to really work with it. Yes, and Promise is a heel. She was talking to me about our match we had. She was like, um, like this is it's, it's low-key difficult because it's like we need the crowd. So she was like, we need the crowd so they can hate me. Like, there's no crowd. So how am I going to get people to hate me, you know? So it's like you have to work a different way. Like, wrestling is becoming a new form right now with no crowd. You just have to wrestle a different way now. Exactly. And I feel like it's a good way to kind of evolve the character. And then when you do get a crowd, you can um, kind of evolve your character a little bit. And I think it's, right. it's definitely interesting. It's forcing the business to change. It's forcing the wrestlers and everything like that. Like me and Promise were talking about like, you know, WWE, for example, like they're doing all these new creative things to make it work, you know, work around the COVID-19 situation. And right. And it's really cool. Like we're seeing things that we've never seen before in the business. So it's, it's changing it for, you know, I would say the good, but I wish it wasn't under the circumstance that it is, obviously. Right. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Now, so, a lot of people are criticizing WWE just for doing something different, and I like it. I'm like, I want to see new stuff, you know? Like, I enjoy it. Like, give me something else. I love it, because they're just trying to work around it. Like, is like, I'm sorry you guys can't be here, but it's like, I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. Me, too. I mean, you know, wrestling – it's been around for so long it's really hard to do new things so when you're kind of forced to do it kind of like in the attitude era like things got yeah, really yeah. stale by the mid 90s and they you know they were forced to change because the fans were getting you know irritated the ratings are going down so this you know being a different circumstance why they have to change you know um it's, it's cool i like it i have no problem with what's going on you know Especially with the whole like NXT wrestlers in the crowd, I think that's really fun. You know, seeing that too. Yeah, change is always love change. Everybody needs. <laughs> so, um, the next question I have for you, um, what wrestlers in the Indies that you're looking to work with in the future? 
Oh my goodness. I'm sure there's a lot. Yes, it is. Well, for one, uh, of course, the, the road girls. But I think for me right now, it's a big one, but I'm always a manifester. It's definitely Thunder Rosa. I would love to wrestle her. Like, she is such a ring general. And, like, when I just watch her wrestle, it's just, it seems so natural. Like, she doesn't think about it. And I'm like, I would love to have a match with her. I bet that would be so fun. I love her. Yeah, she's really nice. I had her on the show back at, like, the very beginning of interviewing wrestlers. And the crazy thing is, like, one of the you know girls from wow she's the one who reached out to thunder for me and thunder was like my second or third wrestler so i was still nervous at the time and then when i started like really researching thunder rose i realized how big of a deal she is and i'm like holy smokes like i got this girl on my show but she was so nice and sweet and you know um she made it very easy for me and that a lot um right now i'm you know kind of i really want to see what she does with this promotion like you know because at the end of the day you can't wrestle forever regardless of how much you want to so i do like that she's seen her setting herself up for life after wrestling and being an all women's um wrestling you know show that she's having you know i'm really excited i think she'll do a good job her along with robin reed it should be fun me too that she started Mission Pro, like, she is one of those persons, like, if you hang around here, opportunities are going to come to you, that's why I love being around her, because, like, I never know what to expect, so she's really a good person. She is, you know, I definitely want her on the show again, um, but yeah, she is definitely a really good person. So um, my last question for you, too, is, you know, when we were talking um, through the DMs, you had mentioned that you were a bell girl for Impact, you know, how did that opportunity come up? Oh, my crazy story. Okay, Jerry Bostic is, he runs a promotion called World Class Wrestling. And usually his promotion and Impact, they come together sometimes and do shows together. So for Slammiversary, they were going to Dallas. So they wanted Jerry's workers to come help with Slammiversary, like help setting the ring up and stuff. So I went with him. And I literally only expected to help with the ring than just sit and watch the show. And I guess the original Bell person didn't show up. So I'm like... They asked me, I'm like, out of everyone here, why would you guys ask me? Y'all know I'm nervous for everything. So, like, just sitting in the corner, I was just so nervous, just ringing the bell. And I'm like, can I test this out? I haven't really rung a bell before. So, like, <laughs> out. And it was just so crazy, like, sitting just right. And Tessa Blanchard was there. Like, it was so many good people there. And I was just sitting right there, like, in front of them so like that opportunity like just made me open my eyes and i was like oh yeah i want to be here like this is such a great experience and i was just so happy to be there yes i love it yeah that seems like really cool like i know a lot of people say oh just you know you're ringing the bell but it's like you're that is part of the show and like i would be nervous myself too it's like you know it because it, it seems like such a simple thing but it's like if you bang it you know i guess you know a different way people are like what the hell is that person doing you know so i mean that seems like a really fun opportunity was it just that one time yes and like like i've never been so like focused in watching wrestling because i had to like know when to ring the bell so like i had to pay attention to each match like so detailed like okay is he gonna count one two three because i didn't know who was gonna win or lose mm -hmm. so i'm Bill, I'm like, okay, up, one, two, three, up, no, one, two. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't even know who's going to win. So, like, I really had to sit there and pay attention. But it was so fun. It was so fun. 
Yeah, I, like I mean, it, it seems really fun, and that's, like, the thing, too. Like, I, I would assume the people ringing the bell would know who's going to win just in case, you know, you mess it. Because there may be, like, a quick, you know, um, a close three count, and, you know, you're ringing the bell, and the match is still going on, and, like, what the heck is going on here? This is up. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I'm going to add another question in here just because it's actually a new question I've been asking, um, you know, a lot of the wrestlers. So – if you ever, you know, was working with WWE and you had the opportunity to main event WrestleMania and you could pick any wrestler on the planet, who would you want it to be against? Ooh, Mickey James. Mickey James. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. She's a legend um, in the business. I know she, because uh, I live in Maryland, she's wrestled for MCW a few times as well. So, I mean, I hope I can get the opportunity to watch her wrestle. But, yeah, her being, you know, a veteran in the ring, it would definitely be beneficial to anyone who's younger. Oh, yeah. I hear that all the time. Like, you know, you learn a lot from working with the veterans in the ring. I know a lot of people like working with Natty as well. But uh, Mickey James, like I really, I miss her. She's been out for a while, and I, I know she wants to come back and have one more run. So hopefully she can get that. Please, I freaking love her much. Like she's the woman who made me want to do this because watching wrestling, seeing somebody that looks like me, you know, short, not the skinny model type. Like I love that about her, and she's just so beautiful and talented. I would love to meet her one day, but that that would definitely be my WrestleMania match. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be a good one. And, uh, like, if she's on my bucket list, too, of wrestlers I want to meet. I think she lives in Virginia, which is close by. So I know she's done, you know, meet and greets in the area. So that's an opportunity I hope I get, you know, myself one day. Yes, I love her. But, um, yeah, Danny, um, that is all the questions that I got um, for you. Um, so I got to thank you so much for joining the show. It was definitely really fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, you being really, you know, new in the business, I definitely would like to do a follow-up interview, you know, down the road, just to kind of talk about your progression and all in the business. So that would definitely be um, something I'll be reaching out to you in the future. Yes, I would love that for sure. Absolutely. So um, do you want to share any of your uh, social media with the listeners? Yes, you can find at Danny B and it's Danny with the I, Danny B OKC, and also my Twitter and my Facebook is just Danny with the I and B with two E's. <laughs> two E's. Uh, yeah, make sure you all follow her on all the social media. Same thing with us. Make sure you sub us on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you all for tuning in. And Danny B, thank you so much again for joining us on O Face Wrestling. Thank you. Right, you're welcome. Bye, everyone.